You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. And welcome to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That's right. It's time for the Degenerate Dungeon, brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network. I am your host, as always, Brian Hollywood Hagen. And we had a fun week last week, not necessarily money-wise, but it was just a really, really interesting show. Me and my beautiful co-host, The Woodman, went head-to-head with both our picks of the week. I can't imagine that's going to happen again. Let's get some freshies. Let's hit a four-leg parlay with our plays of the week. Woodman, there he is. Let's do it, buddy. Uh, it, it's no fun uh, to, to be up against you, really, uh, knowing that uh, it, well, most likely we're just going to split everything anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's what? it's a split for the show. I, we split the money. We Neither of us have really made money. I mean, like, it's, it's just ultimately, like, not super fun. Um I will so, say this. I don't want I, I'm not saying I told you so, but I, I, I will give myself this little mini pat on the back. I hit one out of the two and I my teams that I had money on lost both of them lost their starting quarterbacks yeah, <laughs> at, well, at half like halftime. The so, one you hit, you can thank your boy Mac for with that. But that was part of the bet. safety. Yeah, That's I know part look, of the bet. He does this share in yeah. degeneracy head to head matchups. Okay, I get it. Motherfucker cost me two hundo. Okay, he did, like he did. He did. What a I'm total sorry. jo. But nevertheless, but I told he, you he was gonna do that. I, told I, you I mean, you pretty much called that too. Like, what a loser! That dude is one pathetic loser. Don't I have that drop? I'm not prepared. We want to make this as seamless as possible, as we always do right here, 10 p.m. Eastern Wednesday nights on Twitch live. For those that are rocking and rolling, we appreciate you guys so very much. Um, uh, in the lounge. And we'll be here Sunday morning is where you can find us for our Twitch-only live stream, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Beggles and Locks version of the show. But for those uh, that can't make it for the OG Dungeon, please go ahead and listen to that bad boy on the pod. Uh, give us a rating. If you have not yet, we would appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Even Fifewood. Tell them Fifewood. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. That's our boy. At GCN Sports is where you find us on Twitter. And... Uh, Degenerate underscore dungeon on the gram. Uh, I actually, I, I saw, like, I log on. I'm not the biggest Instagram guy. Logged on the other day. And I was like, yeah, we got, like, a 100 and some followers. So giddy up. Woodman's, Woodman runs that bad boy and doing a good job because we're getting some traction. Good for I'm you, I'm not pal. great. I'm not great at it, but I try it, guys. I'm sorry if I'm not I'm not on there more. I, it's not my favorite app to use, uh, certainly. And I don't, I also don't like, I'm like, a like, not 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 to be like gender stereotype, but like a lot of dudes that I know, yeah. I take like ten pictures a year. Like I don't take pictures. Well, now uh, all your pictures are screenshots of your phone yeah. when you put bets in. <laughs> yeah, but that works. Uh, that works because a lot of them are winners. Okay, and we want more winners this week, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, before we get to America's favorite segment, we have to take care of some announcements. One of which is, um. LaValley, out of here, as Harry the K used to say for yes. the fighting Phillies. In fairness to him, he called that. Did Remember? 
Uh, yeah, on Sunday morning, he was like, it's going to be me this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he, he called it right. I mean, puts up 74 <laughs> points and is ousted nice. uh, in the Dungeon League. I was last week. So, look, uh, I feel you, LaValle. All good. But, um, yeah, so all of a sudden, now there were what? How many did we have to start? How many are left? I, I think it was 17, it, right? It was about 17, I think, yeah, to so start. down to 11. So down to like uh, 11, yeah. You know? And Troy, Troy you know. If, if he kind of knew his bread was buttered, so he knew what to expect. But it's been a fun league so far this year. I cannot wait to see uh, who reigns victorious for the 2023 Degenerate Dungeon Guillotine League campaign. It's going to be fun. Um, what else is going to be fun is wetting the whistle a little bit. And before we get to these picks of the week, because like, I'm guessing that we don't jump on each other's backs here where well i guess we didn't jump on each other's backs i guess we kind of tried to trip each other up last week i'm guessing because that's never happened before it's very rare we even out of two games that we even uh, uh, address one game let alone what side we're both on it, we're both against it whatever. it's um, quite rare yeah it's quite rare so i'm guessing that we have a nice i i, I think if in fact we do pick two unique plays of the week each this would be the week that like i'm definitely four-legging it and might put more than i normally would on a four-legger just because it's like hey you know after what we did last week it's time to just get along right can't we just be friends this week david for sure i mean it's funny i actually had like the the last like seven days have probably been my best betting streak since like last like january or whatever because i just hit a number of same game parlays in both football and baseball. Yes. I just keep hitting them. It's so weird, but it has nothing to do with this show. And it's not the straight bets. The straight bets have not been good this year. I'm sorry, guys. I promise I'm going to get on track. It's it's really weird that uh, I have not done better. This is odd for me. It's unusual. Well, that's all well and good, and I'm ready to tail. And um, yeah, I got to get better as far as at GCN Sports on Twitter, where uh, I post pretty much. I should just kind of pepper whatever I bet. Sometimes I don't have time. I like literally throw one in a minute before a game. I can't right. go ahead and say, "Hey, this is my pick." Like I'm not giving you time to do it. No, but I if will... it's an hour before, you could for do sure. It. I should. Yeah. I should. I hit one last night on the Phillies game. Uh, it was very nice. Nice little same gamer. So we'll get better at that. Okay, but we'll also get better. Uh, at making units because we have to be not 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 for the sake of of what we're trying to do here for the sake of let's not chop each other down at the knees because no matter what and I don't know if I, I think last week it was fun it was kind of like um, Hollywood Squares where it was like uh, who do you pick okay circle gets a square or not you know yeah. you can you can you can agree or you can disagree with what we were saying and whose side did you have we'll see uh, yeah no matter what. When we pick our two plays of the week and we go against each other on both, it's automatically a smidgen minus unit. It's a it's a a point a minus point one six, no matter what. If we do that, so it kind of sucks for the long run of the show. As a matter of fact, last week a total of it was basically like a break even week. It was minus point six five units. Yeah. Um, because the teasy didn't hit. Teasy but, did not hit. But the paydirts both did, right? I had no, one. My paydirt did not. Okay, I had so Waddle. What, that was we, one good one. You did. So the TZ didn't hit. We kind of technically split anyway on, split on the plays of the week. We split. Yeah. On, well, not split, but you hit a, a pay dirt. I didn't. And then once again, you hit Thursday night, and I didn't. Like we, I went with the Mahomes over two and a half tutties. I thought That's that would right. work. You did the yardage, which was the way to go, which I also said was going to be my pick. But I, of course, went 
for the little bit more of the juicier pick because I'm a degenerate and that's what I do. A little you know? bit of juice is good. Eh? I thought so, but sometimes you just have to go with what you know is going to make it. And that's what I think I did on my plays of the week. We'll see what the Woodman did. Total for the show for the year, plus 1.91 units. So still making money if you literally to, to think about that after how we started when it, for me personally, I'm not hitting pay dirts. I am not hitting Thursday night football at all. Right. So to think that we're plus basically two units, if you tailed everything we did so far, you're making money. So it's giddy up. Um, the place of the week is really where we where we're bring home the bacon. But before that, before you eat the bacon, you need something to kind of help put it down the gullet. And right now we're going to see what the woodman is drinking. It's time for America's favorite segment, a little something we call what? Are we drinking, David? A bit of the bubbly. What you Very got? excited for this one. Uh, mm. Never tried it. Uh, one of my favorite breweries. It's Trogues here in in in, in PA, a Trogues Brewery. I lo- I love a good pumpkin beer. I'm a, a huge uh, lame wad, as I'm sure a lot of beer heads, beer snobs would would consider me for liking those kind of like sweet pumpkin beers. But this time of year, I love them. I don't care. You can call me. I also love like pumpkin spice latte. I don't care. I like all that stuff. You can make fun of me if you want to. I like all that stuff. I get into it. And this is a 7.5er. So this is like a nice, like, you know, it's like a pumpkin ale that's got a little heft to it, a little strength to it. And a pound piece, too. Nice little tall John. The name of it is called what now? Because I love it. It's called Master of Pumpkins. Listen to that. I, I personally, oh, here goes the Porsky. Look at that. What we got? Oh, we got the, the classic October brewski color right there man that that's thing pretty. started that's orange pretty. and that just got darker and darker yeah it is pretty dark let's see oh he's getting the milk mustache right now never had it he said here comes oh. the judgment oh that is so good it's got this um this is what you want in these pumpkin beers it still tastes like beer i don't yeah. i don't want to taste i've had some that i really hated because it kind of seems like i'm drinking pumpkin juice you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> this still tastes like a beer, a really good beer, but I get a nice hit of pumpkin on the palate there, you know, and in the nostrils. The nostrils is where it counts, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. They say, um, they say like 85% of taste is smell. No way. Is that for real? That's what they say. I don't know if that's true. People say that, like food people say that, you know, like food critics and shit. I have no idea if it's true. No. Um, there's Just something to it, it though. There's something to it though, for sure. And uh, this is this is great. It's it is. I can tell you right now, that seven point five. You're gonna taste every bit of it. It tastes like a strong beer. So good, as Roland would way. say, it's not a crushable. No, no, no. You ain't Stay gonna away, Roland. I don't even think you would have a second one. I think this oh. is great to have one on a fall evening, maybe by a fire or something, or you're going to the haunted hayride or whatever. You know what I mean like that kind of so situation. If you see someone's house on fire, don't help them is what you're saying. Just crack open one of these, chill with it for a little bit, and then try and save their lives. I don't remember saying that. Oh, okay. I thought that's where you were getting at that. Um, it's really good. All right. Where would you go on the untapped uh, to a five-pointer? 3.75-ish? 3.9. It's Ooh, really very okay. good. Yeah. Now a four means like I gotta get it every time I see it in the store, right? Yeah. So it's just yeah, below that, you know. Yeah. If you saw it, you'd be like, "Oh, I gotta purchase this bad boy." Yeah. See, I'm not the biggest. I love Oktoberfest beers. Love them. Love them. Yeah. Love them. But the pumpkin, pumpkin beers, 
can be too sweet. Some, yeah, some just, but see, but it's not. This one is. I think this one yeah. you would like. I've got a nice little hit of pumpkin. Wise, I can see it looks like something I would dig. Yeah, it's got a hit of pumpkin, but it's really just a strong, powerful fall ale. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think you'd enjoy it. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I am doing something that I've only done a couple times on the show. Uh, Mr. Jericho, I will not be enjoying the bubbly this evening. Uh, I had a little bit of a stomach buggy kind of thing. I ate something yesterday. didn't agree with me. So today, not really feeling like pounding down some fuzziness. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and what yeah. did we always do as kids? What did you What did you drink when you weren't feeling well? Ginger ale, I think. <laughs> yes, right? But, you know, I'm an adult now. And um, let me just go ahead. Here, I've got my ice. So I'm just going to fill this bad boy up here. I'm an adult, okay? Ginger ale sounds great. I'm going to have some ginger ale. But before I do that, in my nice little glass right here, go fight the Phillies. Yes. It's got to fill it up with a little bourbon, you know what I mean? Now, this is a big boy. This, this is kind of rock gutty, but like I'm, I'm kind of a rock gut cat. Rebel yell. So we're going to start doing, doing a little bourbon ginger, you know? Not feeling so hot, so you know what? Let's see what we got. We'll, we'll pour a little burbski in there. Get right up to right underneath the uh, Jim Beam moniker. So we're halfway there. I go, like, when I make cocktails, dude, I go a little heavy. And my wife, will, I'll be like, oh, man, I don't think I put enough in. It just tastes like straight soda. She's like, let me see. And she doesn't drink it. But she'll be like, oh, like before she even drinks it, her 85% nostril is going crazy on the Richter scale. And then she'll just have like a little sip. She's like, this is just like pure fucking liquor. But nevertheless, I'm doing a little bourbon ginger and my 99 cent um, Acme ginger ale. And this is what your boy's doing tonight. Okay. So. I'm not under the weather by any means. It's just, you know, I don't want to mess with the tum-tum too much. Cheers to everybody out there. Go fight and fills, by the way, up to nothing. D-backs, you got no shot. Okay, I hope I don't revisit that. No one clip it. No one talk about what I just said. But, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing this evening. My man Pots and Pants got the bubbly. I'm going to go with a little cocktail action and do a little swoosh around. I don't necessarily have to tell you what I think about it because, and by the way, like Rebel Yell, shout out. It's it's a great bourbon for if you don't got that much bones and you want to get something that tastes like a pretty good bourbon. It's the yeah, way to go. But it is, I've already it had is. a couple, so it is hmm. a good value. Um, and so yeah, essentially, you you know, like people know about like a Jack and ginger, like you know, bourbon and ginger ale is a thing. It's not you don't like make oh, no, it no. Up. like it is a thing. I'm not just throwing it together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's tremendous. And yeah, yeah. I don't taste the bourbon in that, but <laughs> we'll see. What I do taste, right on the edge of the taste buds of my tongue is some winners baby some plays of the week w's that's right time for plays of the week let's see what happens where shall we end up on the same page not on the same page four fresh ones for everybody to have fun with and pick and choose where are we heading there as always leading off playing center field it's the woodman david woody with his pick of the week we're heading to baltimore holy um, shit so i mean are we, are we against each other don't i don't know you didn't say your pick yet no, but I this is this is one of my games. This no is way. incredible. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I wrote down. So I wrote down. So DWE I, style. DWE style. So without looking, didn't look at anything. Did I don't listen to anybody else's opinion. I don't want to know the lines. You know, before we do this show, I have before I sit down to start doing my picks for this show, I have shut out NFL media. I don't have any access to anything. I don't want to get my judgment clouded by anybody else that's why it would be fun to actually do the show on tuesdays because 
that's another oh, seriously even more like scale. a day less of that i have to avoid this shit but anyway let um, me just say before you spoil it are you taking the line on one of the one of these teams yep okay it's lions plus three in other words ravens minus three let's see because yes this game is my pick of the week yeah this i is am on the week. Beta I, wrote, I wrote down detroit minus four oh, was no. what i thought it would be oh no are we against each other you're all over the ravens here all over the ravens i can't why why is this david now actually i'm gonna let you talk first really why are you on the ravens here all right ready for this yeah look at the over under right now it's 42 and a half it was 42 it's actually going up uh it's 41 and a half on fanduel i'm presenting the DraftKings right now that's pretty low that has to be it has to be the lowest over-under that the Detroit Lions have been uh, involved in this season. And for me, it's like, what do I take from that? I think that the handicappers are thinking that this is a relatively low-scoring affair. And simply put, if that's going to be the case, give me the Ravens in general. But sometimes, like with this game, I didn't, and maybe this is where you could have the upper hand. You know me. Sometimes I'll just do uh, the emotional side of things. Sometimes I'll get analytical, too, with you. But this one almost, it's just like, I'm just reading what's on paper. I don't need to dive too much into, uh, you know, more than what I just think this line is saying about these teams' makeup. So I do think this is the perfect situation for a Lions cooldown, seeing as it's their second road game in a row. I get it. The first one, they did very well in. But that was in beautiful, sunny, breezeless Tampa Bay. I say breezeless for a reason. Because, oh, yeah, we're also looking at winds projected of 20-plus miles an hour in this game. So, I did see that on NFLweather.com. There's your jam. So there was a game last week that I I bet that I said I would probably lean under on as well. It was that Chicago Vikings game. It was 20-mile-an-hour winds, and I said, you know, that would probably be an under game, but I just like the Vikings for the, for the, for the line there. That was a total of 32 points. So I, I just think it leans towards a low-scoring game. Both the Lions and the Ravens have been tremendous against the rush this season. Detroit allows a league-leading 64.7 yards per game uh, on the ground, while the Ravens lead the league and only haven't given up one rushing touchdown in six games this year. David Montgomery is trending not to play. As a matter of fact, it looks like he won't because of a rib injury. So there goes the Lions' most fierce ground-and-pound option. Another reason I like Baltimore is that the Lions haven't really faced a mobile quarterback since the NFL kickoff game week one in KC against Mahomes. In that game, Mahomes ran for a nice, healthy 45 yards. So maybe with the weather involved, Lamar will use his mobility. And he's ran for 45 or more yards in four of the six games he's played this season. He has one game over 100. I think he's going to get active on the ground. Baltimore is also getting healthier. And I know Detroit has a top three offensive line in football, but the Ravens, they find some unique ways to get pressure. As a matter of fact, they have 11 players on their team who have got a sack so far this season. That's incredible. I don't see a good game coming from Jared Goff. That's why. Uh, and, and, and if that passing game is what I think, and it's all cattywampus, then to me, you can count the Lions out. I'll take Baltimore to cover the three. Amazing. I cannot so, believe it. So you I don't really think it. they're equal teams on a neutral field normally, but without Montgomery and with the kind of correct. weather stuff that you expect. This is correct. Got it. 
Okay. And for for the reason why Dave's saying that when uh, when this is the quintessential these are even teams matchup. You give three points for home field. In other words, if they were playing in freaking you know Buenos Aires, this would be a pick'em. If they're playing in uh, at Detroit, it would be minus three Detroit plus three Baltimore. But with the weather involved, the way it's going to be windy wise, it's not necessarily going to be an ugly day like rainy and all. It's going to be windy. And with the way that Baltimore schemes out their pass rush, I think this is going to be a, a down day for Goff. I do. I just believe that the Lions are are, are due for a, a a little bit of a letdown. And I'll go. Yeah, I'm taking Ravens minus three. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see it. So, so I'll just I'll keep it brief. I mean, we we just obviously disagree, but I'll say two things. One is is that they're they're so much better in the trenches on both sides of the ball um, here. I, I just think that that's something that in a bad weather game is even more um, evident. You know, you kind of, mm -hmm. you saw a little bit of that, I think with um, Can't believe know, we're doing this in the San Francisco game, you know, I think with, with you would never think that Cleveland would be able to beat them, but the combination of weather McCaffrey getting hurt and then just being so tough in the trenches is really how they won the game, you know, um, with their um, garbage uh, uh, play from their backup quarterback, you know, mm -hmm. um, and without their best player, Nick Chubb, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so I'll just say, I look at, I look at Detroit. I look at what they've done this year. Um, Super I, impressive. I don't see a team that is getting out ahead of themselves or playing above their level. They they've had a very easy schedule, right? Yeah. They, they beat the Chiefs week 1. That's badass. It's amazing. To be honest, Kadarius Tony gave them the, the game. They, they they actually should that should have been a loss. Uh the Chiefs outplayed them, but Tony, you know, with the he popped up the pick 6 and then he dropped the other two clutch yeah. that would have been converted third downs. So Single-handedly, the worst game I've ever seen, probably uh, for a receiver in my yes, life. I'm not agree. even kidding. Yeah. Like four, fourteen points at least, maybe seventeen point swing. That's dope. Anyway, that's week one. Still impressive though to beat the the, the champs. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, and then they lose week two. They get into a shootout and lose to Geno Smith. Mm. And you I mean, and I were both. You and I were both like at that point. It's like Detroit is fraudulent. Everybody right. loves Detroit. They're bullshit. This is not a great team. They're not taking this big leap forward. And what have they done since, dude? They've won four straight against, you know, whatever. Not great teams. I'll give you that. Yeah, none of these teams are great. You know, Green Bay, Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa Bay. None of those are great teams. I 100%. I, I, I'll mm -hmm. stipulate. But they beat think, the piss out of them. But they beat the piss out of them. I don't think Baltimore's so great, dude. I'm backing you up because I like the team. I'm, I'm, I like the Lions. Team. I just haven't I, seen. Due, I guess I just I've seen a lot from what the Lions have done this year. And I don't like what I've seen from Baltimore. I think they're 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 They were supposed to have this brand new offensive scheme because they have a new OC, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Who, who are you talking about? Baltimore. Yeah, they got the Baltimore. OC from. Uh, it from looks Georgia. exactly the same as last year, which wasn't good. It was not a good offense. Lamar. The only thing that they're doing different is they're actually throwing the ball three step drop, and Lamar is getting it rid rid of it sometimes, but not a lot. Which is better, but they're not. It's not translating to a lot more yards or points. So I'm not sure how <laughs> how effective it That's is. True. I understand it's not the. It wasn't. This wasn't what they planned. I know they wanted to lean a lot on J.K. Dobbins. 
And without and, him, it's yeah. just not the same. I get but that. But that won't even really matter in this game. I think they also Brady. thought they would get something more than this from either Rashad Bateman or Odell Beckham, and they are yeah, getting absolutely showing up. nothing from either Zay. of them. Zay yeah. Flowers looks great. I yeah. think Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews are are, are, are obviously very, very good players, yeah. but they don't have much else, dude. It's really them. Lamar is, has been up and down. He's had some really, really tough games. I just think the Lions' D has been pretty good. I think Lamar probably has a really tough game here. Well, really I think tough. that Lamar has a great game on his feet because I think they're going to have to with these windy situations. It, but he hasn't also, done that this year. Yes, he like, has. You don't think about that. He's got 357 yards rushing and he had like three games of 80 plus yards rushing out of six. Like mm. these are the types of games where he's going to need the diamond. And that's funny. I'm looking at chat because it's blowing up. 300 Rolling. yards in six games. That's 50 yards a game. I like, I don't. I don't know, man. He is not. The, I haven't seen the Think version about 60 of yards a game, though, when those those five and seven and 12 could really get extend a drive. It's all you need. The if version Lamar of him gets the 10 won to 14 the MVP award, because of his God. I The version of him that won the MVP award is one of the most oh, no. fun players to watch in, uh -huh. in the game of football. And that's, that, ain't around that has right not now. come back. I don't know what's going on. It's not physical. He looks amazing when he runs. He's yeah. there's nothing wrong with him physically. But it's something's this goofy with the scheme, or I guess teams maybe they got I mean, very predictable. I don't know what it is. What probably. are we doing? When I I could I, I really thought that we weren't, and and even when we said this game, I was like maybe it's going to go Ravens, and I knew immediately no, it wasn't going to happen. I when I heard you say this, you game, cannot was, be serious. I was like, man, but look, chat's chat's going nuts because Roland says just give me the Lions plus one thirty six on the money line. Screw the spread. He's he's on your on your your side of things here, Llama. Says, yeah, 20 mile an hour wins does change things a bit. And then also says, you know who else is due? Don't say it. Um, maybe stay tuned for the bagels and locks <laughs> on Sunday morning. That's all I'll say for that. But um, but yeah, so and oh smiley, I want to get this in too. They also have a reliable field goal kicker. That was also another thing that I wanted to say. You now like when points when you're within the 40 in a windy ass situation. Now you got a, a a cat who is arguably the best field goal kicker in history versus another guy who plays in a, a dome. Uh, so like, there's so many little little things here that just point Ravens, 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 Ravens to me. So much so, like this is like I love this fucking game. Like, we'll see. I love the Ravens minus three. Love it. Um, obviously the Ravens wow. is not, but nevertheless, very, very surprised. I definitely thought you would agree with me. So that's surprising. That. Well, yeah. we got to make up soon. Okay. I want to kiss you. Especially after his second pick in a week, I hope. Oh my God, please, dear Lord, David All Woodman right. with his second pick in a week. Where are we heading? What city? I I'm so I would be shocked. I'm going to be absolutely shocked if this is your pick. I, I I just I can't. Is it the Pacific Northwest? No, we're going to Denver. <sighs> Let's go. This is crazy. I actually kind of like this game too. I'm wondering where you're heading, but no, I didn't make it a pick. I'm uh, I I might I don't know if this surprised you or not because I have ragged on Jordan Love this year, but yeah. the the Packers should be favored by more than one point here. This it's is silly. Pack. This is silly. I'll take the money line. In fact, for the same, I'll just take the money line. It's yep. a better it's a better bet here. Um, so Packers giving one for minus one ten. Why not just take that money line for just minus one ten? Take the money line. That boy. way, you know, if um, wait, no, I guess if it's a tie, you you lose. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, but yeah, come on, get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> but right, but it, right, 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 exactly. But, it, Actually, but if, wait, the Packer, if the Packers win by one, you would win the money line, but you would push on the spread. 
That's right. That's why I did it. Okay, yes, you're right. Sorry. It's more Jeez. likely they would Probably win by confusing. one than, than tie it up. Yeah. Apologies that I confused myself and came off uh, dopey there. But anyway, um, I I can't believe this line. I mean, um, uh, am I missing something? Is it? Am I the only one watching Broncos games and seeing what it looks like on the field? Like, this is a very, very dysfunctional team here. It really um, is. You cannot bet this team. This is a a, a don't bet. Honestly, Russ doesn't look like himself. Jerry Judy looks just pedestrian. Like he's not even open half the time. He's also soft. An issue with the soft team. Like, catches. Uh, he he's like afraid of getting hit all the time. I keep seeing him do the alligator arms thing. He's done that several times now. Jerry Judy, um, Javante Williams is coming off back from that. Um, um, torn Achilles. He looks okay, but not quite as explosive the way he I was used to him. Their their offensive line does not look very good. They don't do a great job of protecting Russ. They don't create a lot of lanes for Javante. And then on defense, I mean Denver. I mean statistically, one of the worst defenses in the NFL this year, maybe the worst. Yeah, I mean they gave up seventy, but also they've given up a lot <laughs> in a lot of other games too, dude. It's a bad defense, bro. Um, now Crazy, they play, I think they played a little better last week, but but this is this is silly here. The Packers are are at least okay. They're, they're you know they, they they do certain things well for sure. Um, and I um I think they get Aaron Jones back too, which is great. That's yeah. their best offensive player. Um, they really need him. They've been missing him. I think a lot. For you sure. know, AJ, AJ Dillon just has no juice at all. Um, no, it's weird too. But he I looks slow. He looks like, strong, for, but I slow. I picked him up for bench depth on one of my fantasy leagues, but just yeah. in case kind of deal. You can't it, use him, really. You can't use him, but, you know, by weeks and stuff, he's a better option than some others. But, yeah, yeah. AJ Dillon S- just doesn't Smiley is correct, okay? Uh, he says, uh, Smiley, he or she makes two points. Good points. Green Bay has not been able to run. I think that changes with Jones. He had a monster game week one. He's a great, great player. He doesn't need as much space, okay? Mm-hmm. He just needs a little crease, and he's good. Yep. Um, and the second point is is also true. Love looked awful his last game. He's looked awful most of the year. Love has looked awful, but against this, except defense, for when he hasn't, he's looked great. It's weird. Well, a couple a couple of times he's looked yeah. great. Right. Let's not um, forget the first two weeks where people are like, "Oh my God, they did it again." They went from Favre to Rogers yeah. to Love, and now that's not on our radar anymore. I just just don't. I I don't know I, what I, to think of this game, but I'm loving that you picked a side because honestly, I would have picked Denver for some reason. And it's just only because they're due to turn it around. Yeah, or like it's kind of like, but but I'm not putting money on this game until now. Yeah, I I love it. I, I just give me the Green Bay money line. I think they win the game. I don't know how by how much, but I think they 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 figure out a way to win the game against a really really down bad Denver team. They look bad, dude. This bad team. Beautiful. Roland says, and once again, Roland, thank you for entitling the show because I might have to use this. Love is a battlefield <laughs> in his own mind, but yes, it's clever. It's really good. Battlefield. Thank you, brother. I think we might have to do that. Um, thank goodness I can go somewhere other than that. And I am going to go into Pacific Northwest. And there's a uh, putrid game up there that played by uh, two teams, one called the Cardinals, one called the Seahawks. And what's your boy going to do? Uh, what you going to do when the Cardinals come to Seattle? What you're going to yeah. do is you're not even going to friggin' touch the line. It's Seattle minus seven and a half. Who the hell knows? Okay. Right, really it's, like honestly, I like them to win the game, but eight points is too. a lot of points. It's, you never know with this Cardinals team; they get feisty at the weird times. But one thing you do know is that this bad boy is going to be nasty. There is going to be Heavy a rain, lot right? of rain in Seattle. Yes, I'm making um, some picks based on weather for once because 
Uh, I haven't really done that this season. And the all the picks, probably, I'm not going to say all. For the last two weeks, I've looked into the weather and haven't made picks. And they would have hit if I really encompassed weather into what I would think. I, I, this is a first. I've never seen this before. Okay. NFLweather.com for that game says, and I quote, Definite rain. <laughs> Definite rain. I've never seen them say that before. Never. They are they are certain it is going to. Well, it is. Now, if you uh, you I've not been myself to Seattle, but I have friends who are from there. I have. I love the and place. They said like during a, I forget what part of the year it is. I think we're in it now. Mm. It pretty much rains every day. Like mm. there's a there's a, a chunk of the year where they get a lot of sun. I think maybe it's the summer, early summer or something like that. That but would make sense, Dave. I think we're in the chunk of the year where they just get rain <laughs> every thought. single day. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I thought it was January through March, but no, apparently it's the summer where the sun comes out. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I actually have no idea. You want to look at that again? I mean, I think you should know. That's right? the smartest thing of the night. <laughs> Thanks, so we're, we're heading to Seattle, and this is just my like first or second game total that i think i've done this season maybe my first i I like to pick brother but i need to start playing them more and yes you heard i'm going the under it's 44 and a half the game total um sometimes you can find a a total on a game and maybe one or two a week that can be really taken advantage of i think this is one of them so last week both of these teams uh struggled offensively and it's probably it's probably a bigger red flag on the seattle side which is why i'm not taking the line because they were coming off a bye, and typically Pete Carroll teams off a bye are ready to play football. And, you know, they they looked okay at times. Their offense was their offense had a better offense than Joe Burrow's led offense, but they looked sluggish overall. And, you know, nevertheless, for Arizona, Josh Dobbs has definitely come down to earth, and the Cardinals offense is pretty much uh, turning out, you know, what we thought they, they would be. They are what you know? we thought they were. And James Conner's out again. You know, he's on the IR, which yep. is really, really key. Because It is, because he had looked great. He looked great, and it brings me to arguably the biggest reason for why I'm on the end of this game, and the Woodman already talked about it. You know why? Because it's going rain. So that's <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's looking for a nasty – looking like a nasty one out there. And you got to expect when it's that nasty that the, the ground game is going to have to be utilized and, pro- and by both teams, and often, bec- and what does that mean, Dave, when, when there's more run plays than pass plays? Well, it, it usually means less efficient offenses and fewer points. Well, what's the most guaranteed thing that will happen if you run the ball and don't pass it where there could be an incompletion? Top, take the, the time the clock, off the clock. Yeah, it's going to go a ticking, baby. So. Yeah. And I know the Cardinals' defensive line isn't striking fear, you know, into most teams, but neither should the neither should of the Bengals' front. And they ate Geno alive at the end of that fourth quarter in Cincy. And Geno's kind of trending more towards the pre twenty twenty two Geno than the twenty twenty three comeback player of the year Geno. Yeah. I'm not going to even talk to that, but. I'll just take the under on this bad boy all day. Um, it's supposed to be, you know, I, I just think it's going to be like a slow, wet, nasty game. You know what I mean? I slow, wet, and nasty, <laughs> just like the Woodman likes it. Where, wait, wait, where is I got? Uh, you know, so, I think it's, I think it's, it's honestly really hard. <laughs> I thought it was, <laughs> I thought he was going to say slow, but no, he said hard. Okay, well, that's the way the Woodman wants it. Sometimes you got to take your winners. The way you want them, and we're going to present them in uh, a very wet, rainy way in Seattle. The under 44 and a half. 
I will say when I started doing the notes, it was at 45. Maybe get in on this before it gets to 45, 43, mm-hmm. 42, yep. and all that. My man. All right. So now, our picks of the week's out of the way. I cannot believe that we're going against each other again. It's surprising. It really is. Like, it's, it's Something's weird, man. Like, something's going on. I don't know what, what's happening. It's like... Well, I'm never going to pre-produce a show. We're never going to show each other our hands because this is what it's all about. But like, if this keeps happening, man, something's got to give. We got to figure something out. But for sure, it's weird. Something also has to give on me making a fucking successful (laughs) pay dirt prop pick. It is time for our pay dirt prop, the man who we think will find pay dirt. Um, I I'll play these now, even though they're more bagels and locks. But we'd like to, you know, have fun. This is not the Cordell Patterson Memorial Invitational uh, anytime drawn of the week. You'll see that on Sunday morning. However, this is who we think will find pay dirt. Woodman, who is getting a tutty? I love these. I love these running backs who I think are talented and who could get a receiving or a rushing touchdown. Right? Like I love that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for this segment, I always always have and that's, and that's awesome because I got that too. And there's one that's coming back, and he's been he's been out since week one, and he's a, he's a great player. It's it's against probably the wor- league's worst defense. Just give me Aaron Jones on Caesar Sportsbook. He's at plus one ten right now. I love that number for him. I shouldn't get plus anything. I don't care how long he's been out. Dude is fantastic player. He's great. He's uh he's always always in the right place. You know he's still explosive. If he's on uh, the field, he'll score that. Yeah, for sure. he, he's gonna score. Plus like one ten. It's a really good number. I like that you put that a you know dual threat too. My guy's kind of a dual threat, not as much as AJ, but um, I'm going to go to MetLife Stadium this weekend, and I, I personally I got to step my Tuddy scores up. Uh, you know, I guess I got a step. Pay dirt game has to improve here, Hollywood, because like honestly, back in the day when when the me and the Woodman were rocking, jump the sharp. I mean, the Tuddies through both of us and and the easy teasies were like made money. Before we used to happened. just hit them so often. Like, it was crazy. It, it, it was like if we hit pay, plays of the week, we knew we'd make Buka. Like we knew mm-hmm. we were making some and at least enough to pay for a plays of the week back in the That's day. That's right. We need to get back to that. So we do. Um, back then, like how I did that for our paid art prop was I simply kind of just went to stats and I looked at teams. I looked at teams who sucked in both of the main stats against either the run or the pass. And main stats by that, I mean yardage given up in general versus the runner pass, and then touchdowns allowed versus runner pass. Washington Commanders, they're at the Giants. The Giants are second worst in the NFL in both rushing and r- rushing yards given up and r- and rushing touchdowns allowed. Yeah, so, awesome. yeah, I mean, uh, dude, they are terrible. They just get pushed so, around. And I know that they took the Bills to the brink last week and our defense stepped up, but the Bills, once again, for some reason, they just – act like james cook isn't good or something he runs up the middle for 10 then they give it to him again he runs up the middle for 10 and then they act like he isn't even there i don't get it they should have just kept running because honestly the 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 bills and the chiefs both the last couple years they play with their food they do they really play with their food like they do not put these teams away when they should it's weird i i yeah anyway sorry no, it's all good. So, I mean, basically, obviously, the line, uh, the Giants, they suck against the rush. Second worst in the NFL in both yardage given up and touchdowns. This will <laughs> likely be an NFC East matchup that will feature plenty of attempts on the ground. I mean, you got Sam Howell versus whoever the hell. Could be Tyrod, maybe even DJ coming back. I doubt it. Um, 
But here's to one of those tutties being B-Rob. Brian Robinson Jr., plus 105. My man has scored in four of six games this year. Uh, one of those, actually a receiving touchdown. I know Gibson has caught a, a tutty two weeks in a row, too. So, you know, you want to get a little funkier with your juice. But I'll take Brian Robinson Jr. in MetLife. I don't know why I keep saying in MetLife. You probably think it's a dig to you since we were talking about. You were like, I don't think it's called MetLife anymore. At the Giants. And I was just there. Um, yeah. Uh, I would just say if anyone uh, doubts this pick, you should go and look at the highlights from last week because he had a touchdown last week that was hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. He... um. This guy brings the hammer, dude. Like, you want to talk about a running back who finishes his runs oh, and, sure. like, hurts you, you know? Like, I'm, I'm not sure there's anybody in the NFL I would rather, like, I would be, like, less inclined to tackle right now than Brian. That dude is, like, punishing. He's That's a player, man. He's a player. Pretty oh, cool. I, I'm looking at, I, I'm sorry I'm just catching up to chat right now because you said it back to Roland. Roland called it, too. What's beat Robinson Jr. this week? Yeah, plus 105 on Caesars right now, Rodog. Uh, he is typically Caesars. It's the only app that has him up. I don't yep. bet on Caesars, but Dave and I used to, like to use it for the early tutty score lines. I will say, I, I'm giddy up to Caesars for having it up on a Wednesday evening, but by the time it actually comes along, typically the juice is higher, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is plus 115 uh, come game time. But giddy up to B-Rob. Uh, let's hope he can find that pay dirt and... Let's go and head ahead because I think that's going to win. I think the Woodman's is on point. I want to make some money on shit we always made money on. Now it's time for the easy. Yes. And I can't believe that I haven't been doing this every week. And I figured it out. Remember the one time I said I for, I haven't been playing the drop that we've been playing for years and years? And every time I have done it, I'm pretty sure I won. I've only done it like twice this year. It's time for your boy Hollywood's easy tease. Tease me, daddy. I got to hear it again, David. Tease me, daddy. Mm. God, look at this guy. Let's just look at him when when he says it. Watch. Tease me, Daddy. You want to do a live one? Tease me, Daddy. Oh, see, <laughs> I should let him start it. I think you played to the drop. You know, I didn't think you went. You know, very. I think you tried to match the drop instead of just letting loose. I should have just let loose. I apologize. Yeah, should we do? Well, it's all good. I, what I'm not going to apologize is for winning some money. On this easy teasy, we're going to head to, uh, let's see where we're going here. First off, we are going to, well, it's going to be a late easy teasy, okay? You're going to have to go to the 4 o'clock games. Chargers Chiefs, right there. Uh, bada bing, bada boom. Chargers getting five and a half. Mahomes did something he rarely does last week, and he covered a big, big spread. <laughs> yeah. And he did it by a half point. You know what I mean? So when the motherfucker does it, he does it by a smidge. So adding six points. To an already pretty sizable line, uh, when, when you know it should be a no-brainer when against the team with the offensive power of the Chargers. I get it; they're on the road at the Chiefs, but they always play the Chiefs tough at Arrowhead and get the W sometimes. So I'm super the comfy. The Chargers lose a lot of one-score games. They a sure lot. do, buddy. But they also beat the Chiefs like at Arrowhead a good amount from what I remember. I remember that Mike Williams touchdown a couple a couple years ago. I yeah. just like this. If you're going to tell me Chargers are getting 11 and a half, which is what the TZ will bring that up to. Once again, we're teasing this six points. Giddy up to that. Chargers plus 11 and a half. And then as a matter of fact, where is this bad boy at? See, this this uh, on Fandle is 51 and a half. So this is technically 
just take my word for it. Uh, but I'm going to go over what on Fanduel would be 45 and a half. This will put you at 46, which would mean they got to get the 47. So that's a whole point and a half swing. That's why you do your shopping. But I will take over Miami Philly the total that is at 51 and a half on Fanduel right now. To tease that down to 45 and a half. In other words, 46 points wins you this, and Chargers covering plus 11 and a half will win it. So um, basically, I'm, I'm I'm taking a game that will absolutely be 50 points scored, and I'm teasing the total down. That's all I'm doing. Miami and Philly both offensive; they, they can explode without warning, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I like what won't happen is that both offenses fizzle out and do absolutely nothing in this game. Could one? fizzle out and just like not perform to what we think sure maybe okay but what would that mean in the long run for this having to be over 45 and a half i don't know one team winning 38 17 like yeah I, the, this john's getting 50 points this game is absolutely getting 50 points and obviously me saying that i'd kind of be cool with rolling with the 52 in general with the over but when you get two offensive powerhouses in the 40s for a total, especially mid-40s, I'll fucking take it all day. So Chargers plus 11.5, Miami-Philly tees that over to over 45.5. Um, that's going to hit. We're getting back on track with the teasing. No, it's just two legs. Two, two, two legs. We're getting back to the back to the grind, back to the regular. Back you know what I mean? The way I'm not trying be. to super omega, you know, teasies. We've done Good. it before. I've done that when I got spoiled and I'm looking forward to doing it again. Maybe in two, three weeks, I'll give you a fucking four leg teasy because your boy has the money to spend with that. Sure. Um, but let's hit a couple. Let's hit a couple. Let's hit a couple first. And yeah. So also what we should hit a couple of, well, I, I shouldn't say we, I mean, let me do my due diligence here. What your boy Hollywood should do is step his fucking game up on Thursday night football. There's a game every Thursday night. It is Thursday night football time. Uh, Jags at Saints. You know, I got I want to see if I can go all the way back to the beginning of the comments for this show and see if I can give credit where credit is due. Um, rolling. Boom. Saw some fun stats I thought I would share with the degenerates out there. NFL games are hitting the unders at the highest rate since the mid-90s, with the Saints being the champions by hitting the unders in every game they've played this season. Mm-hmm. Also, unders on... Thursday night football is obviously a good bet because I think that's maybe one over is hit on Thursday night football so far this year. Yes. However, historically a great bet. Yeah. Yes. Historically uh, correct. It is a great bet. But let's see where the Woodman goes because he's on fire. The Woodman's killing Thursday night footballs with with his picks right here. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he's doing. I will say that I am not on the total. We'll see if the Woodman is or not. No, I would I would be on that under, but it's just too low. It's only forty. It's just so that's. I I don't know I I, I, is, I can't I can't imagine it's I can't imagine a game here where I mean I guess I can imagine a game where it's like thirty points but it seems very unlikely doesn't it So I can't do that Are we gonna um, go against each other on this Like no 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 I don't think so I, I actually I did something a little different this time I've been good, on the good, lines good. on yes, all these good. Thursday games. I'm on the line so good uh, And I was gonna be and I was gonna take the Saints but you know what. I do think there's a chance that Lawrence plays, and if he does, I won't like that so much, so I'm not going to go that way. Okay. I want you to click right there on weekly specials. Done. Look at my man getting funky. I love everybody. I know. It's a little funky. Uh, scroll down a little, and you'll see most rushing yards. Right here. Alvin Kamara gets plus. I love it. 
Kamara plus it. 130. We're going plus on the I Woody's know, Thursday night pick. And I know that it's not the right, like, buy, like, whatever. Like, it's not the sharp bet here, right? The sharp bet would be to just pay for the ETN. Assuming I clicked that he's on it first, but actually, he's more of a boom bus cat. He is. And Alvin Kamara, I think, was last week his first week back or a second? No, second. They have really leaned on him. Like yeah, way lot. more than I thought they would. And and he's caught like 20 passes in two weeks. He has. And they also have run him a lot, too. Yeah, they and have he's as well. getting a lot of touches. And I just think if he just hits a crease like twice, he still looks. People are like, oh, I think Kamara's lost a step. He only averaged blah, blah, blah yards per carry. Dude, yards per carry is a junk stat. Okay. One, one long run totally changes your yards per carry for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a junk stat. It's too sensitive to just outlier plays, right? Um, also, yards per carry is not really indicative of whether the player has lost a step. Saquon Barkley's yards per carry this year is awful because he has the worst offensive line in the league. <laughs> if you watch him play, you know how good he is. Okay, Alvin Kamara, if you actually watch the games, you will understand. The dude is still very, very fast, yeah, okay, when he, gets, when he gets out in the open. So... I love this pick at plus 130. I get that it's not the sharp pick. I get it. I give you that. It's well, not. I don't think that sharps are even picking this kind of a thing. It's more they of a don't. They just like, line. This is actually where you can find uh, juicy picks on yeah. these kind of props. I dig but, this a lot. I, I don't think, think this has a real chance to hit. You don't have to. Do if you too. don't, if y'all don't want to put a full, you know, just do a halfer. It's still good at plus 130. You know, I, like I, I think this is a nice Thursday night pick. Giddy up. Like I'm down you. with that 100. Yes. Uh, like I said, I'm I am picking a line. So for me, yeah, it's straight up. I, I'm and uh, the Woodman. I was like, please don't tell me we're going to be opposed. Uh, but what he said is what I'm doing. Uh, it's Saints minus one for me, yeah. right here. Um, Even if actually, Trevor Lawrence plays, I still think this is a pretty good pick. Th- I do. This, agreed. Like this for me probably would be. Uh, I mean, we can we can make a pick of the week our Thursday night pick. Uh, I just didn't. Sure. But it, we, if if we if this was a Sunday game, I would have looked at this very, very, very long. I mean, we have a Thursday night football segment. Why not just make this a pick? So, um, like the Woodman said, I personally like this call, even if Trevor Lawrence is playing. But word is right now that there is actually a, a, a significant chance he won't. But either way, I'm on New Orleans here. Um, the Dude. Jags had a nice return from London. They've won three straight now. But they don't seem to ever play a full football game. And, and the Saints are a bit fired up. They lost to the Texans on the road, but like one thing was still there, and it's been pretty much through all their games for the Saints. And that's a great defensive performance. This will this will be the best defense the Jags will have faced all year. If you look at who they played so far, this will absolutely be the best defense they've played. And they're on the road at the Superdome, which is a big deal. The Superdome is a tremendous home field advantage. The Saints also worth pointing out, dude. They're, they're, uh, Roland said they're under his hit every every single game Crazy. this year. That's because their defense is legit. Legit, dude. We, Big time. we both said we kind of liked them as like a sneaky good defense coming into the year. That's over. Ain't nothing yeah. sneaky now, dude. We're in week seven. They're just good. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, another thing I really like about this, I don't know if you saw this, but like Derek Carr came back to fruition a little bit. Uh, yeah. But what he did and continues to do is just absolutely shit the bed in the red zone. And he needs to stop doing that. However, I mean, he threw for like 350 last week. So, but he just can't, when when they're in the red zone, for some reason, he just loses it. The Jags are the um, worst 
Go ahead. He really needs to look for Olave because Olave can get opening those tight spaces. That's the guy he should be going for. Alvin Kamara keeps having these ten yard or ten catches for forty yard games. Like it's it's not the proper utilization, especially in the red zone. No, Jaguars have allowed touchdowns on sixty two point five percent of of possessions when defending in the red zone. That is twenty fifth in the NFL. I. I mean, Their D has let them down a number of times. This they year. have. They've shown up at times, and they've. Um, they don't play full football games. And if they don't have their starting quarterback here, this minus one is free money. I don't know that the Jags are a better team straight up, even versus Saints with Trevor playing. But with New Orleans at home with a better defense, and maybe Lauren Lawrence isn't playing. Like, give me fucking minus one all day, baby. Well, if you saw the injury, I think we all probably agree he probably should not play. I mean, shouldn't? Yeah, no. I mean, he actually like they had like a behind the scenes him walking to the locker room. This is granite from him coming off the field to going in that locker room door. Who the hell knows what happens when that door shuts? But he's pretty sturdy, you know. But nevertheless, I mean, it's a it's still a, a a funky part of the body you know you don't want to mess mess around as a quarterback i don't risk my franchise uh quarterback on a super short week like that unless i have to you know sure sure so yeah so give me give give me that uh i like both of those thursday night football picks i'll tell you what we we're due for like a clean sweep it's not gonna happen this week because we went ahead and we butted heads it was great that we started like this and then we end with the hug okay it's we're making money this week david that's something i am sure about are you taking the Saints minus one or are you taking the money line? Oh, that's true. Uh, I'll take Saints minus one. I'll tell you. I'll take Saints minus one. I mean, you know, if it gets to the point, because the money line is minus 122, uh, Saints minus one is minus 112. So I'm going to go with the one there. Yeah. Uh, Save those 10. Uh, yeah, those little juicy, juicy yep. 10 points. But, uh, but yeah, um, that was a fun one. It was basically exactly what i wanted to be except for us hitting heads on that first one although it's going to be fun to see because you never know when we won't have another head-to-head because we will go weeks and months without a head-to-head so it's fun that we're kind of doing it now maybe we're getting it out of the way maybe we're not but uh all we know is that it's a it's a good time here and woodman i appreciate you as always i know the nation does and all the podcast listeners the dungeoners if you will um you have yourself a great week you too, brother. Best of luck, man. Giddy up. Nash, everybody that's rocking in the chat this evening, thank you so very much for being here. Woodman and I really do appreciate it. And, of course, everybody that's listening on the podcast, spending one second just to hear your boys uh, means a lot to us. So uh, keep rocking and rolling. And, of course, let someone know about the show. We'd appreciate it. Tell your father, send a telegram. Big time. Thank you, Fife, as always. Nash, Dungeoners, peace out. We will see you. Nash. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern in the lounge. Twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge for the Bagels and Locks. Joey O'Brien will be back on board. Uh, LaValle will be there as well. And for all those podcast listeners, giddy up. Send a nice little rating. For the Woodman, David Woody, I'm your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen, saying go fighting Phils. We'll catch up with you guys next week. Let's make some dough. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.